This is Design Safe Radio, where natural hazards researchers strive to make our society more resilient to everything nature throws at us. What would be some of the like most exciting things that if someone came to you with a proposal that you would like to see tested in that new instrument? Yeah, it's really, I, I think just to kind of reiterate, it's understanding how, you know, those events, like those thunderstorm outflows, those, those kind of gust fronts, you know, how they impact structures, what, you know, what are the implications of, of those types of events on the loads that a structure sees? I mean, like I said, there's just, so this is ripe for research. There's a lot of opportunities there. Um, you know, again, coming back to the complex topographies, you know, we did those topographic models, you know, in the regular boundary layer wind tunnel without the FFM, the fluid field modulator we call the FFM. And I should say, actually, just a side note, the FFM is an optional active control device. It can slide into the wind tunnel, kind of downwind of the main fan bank, but you can slide it back out if you don't want to use it. So it's very much a, an optional kind of wall you can slide in or out. So I mentioned the the models of Puerto Rico that we looked at the speed up over the complex terrain. Mm-hmm. And we have those precise measurements of the flow over those terrain conditions. We can now take that and maybe replay that on the FFM. So we can kind of combine the oh. standard wind tunnel testing. And now we can say, all right, let's replay that and now put a structural model in there and see how um, wow. the, the wind speed up and those kind of transient um, flow conditions affect structures. So yeah, there's just a lot of opportunities. Wow. Here. That I mean, just thinking of like, you go from kind of semi-regional scale testing, use the Mm -hmm. data that you got from there Mm -hmm. to go to a, you know, large scale structural model of the same site, which is, you know, very hard to be able to do with any other way. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, yeah, lots of opportunities. I would say another thing is, you know, in a typical boundary layer wind tunnel, you might be limited you know, in terms of like how much of the height of the wind tunnel you can actually create that, you know, usable boundary layer may only be, you know, a quarter of the height of the wind tunnel. The flow field modulator, because we have so much more control over the height of the wind Mm -hmm. tunnel, it allows us to grow that boundary layer much higher, um, which gives us the opportunity to look at larger models. And the reason that that's important is being able to look at larger models in like an urban setting. There's a lot of open questions on, you know, how those loads look and how that wind affects, you know, structures like that. So it kind of allows us to look at different scale models than we've been able to look at in the past. Um, what we call the urban canopy layer. So being able to kind of look at what's happening in that layer of the boundary layers mm. is also really interesting. Wow. That is awesome. It, it's so fun to just hear all the really amazing things that you guys are able to do. And um, especially within the network, I mean, you work for, this is a, that's another show, but working very closely with FIU, Florida International University, mm-hmm. um, and they're you know very different instrumentation that's different scale, um, yes. but yeah. sharing you know the lessons that you guys have learned through building the terraformer, mm-hmm. they're able to upgrade their roughness elements and uh, characterization things there too. So it's yeah, been it's really been interesting cool to see, to see that we've we've really had a lot of kind of parallel growth and in, in terms of the, the new capabilities that we've brought online and and it's it's really cool to see that both facilities are kind of recognizing where simulation needs to go and and what we need to do as experimental facilities to be supporting you know kind of the next big ideas and the next research um, topics and so I know that they're also working on a particle image velocimetry system that's that laser measurement system. Wow. Great. Um, and so, yeah, we, we were able to kind of share experiences and, and our facilities are very complimentary. You know, we do the fine tuned, um, 
kind of terrain simulation and model scale, whereas they, you know, obviously the scale of their facility is what is so different. It, you know, they can really do those full scale tests, which are really important if you want to understand, you know, how actual building components um, are going to respond. Yeah. So if let's, you know, use that example of the Puerto Rico terrain, right? You know, you start out at University of Florida, maybe you want this would have been great if we had, you could ha- you could have had somebody from Arecibo like three years ago, you know, yeah. <laughs> there yeah, like yeah. testing the the wind flow over their mm-hmm. observatory, and then be able to to do a, a you know small scale model test of how that affects the structure using the flow field modulator, and then some more full scale pieces of their their components to actually prevent the unfortunate collapse of their yeah. instrument. <laughs> Yeah, that is unfortunate. But but should yeah, they want to rebuild, you know, something yeah. there, they should come to you guys and test it, you know, to make sure that it will be able to <laughs> stay there for eighty years and not get blown over in hurricanes. Yeah, no, the wind wind studies are important, especially in places like that. But yeah, there's definitely uh, yeah, like I said, a lot of opportunities for collaboration between the facilities. But that the project that I mentioned was also really interesting to see the funding come from different federal agencies. You know, each federal agency has a different kind of, you know, critical mission, but to see everything from the really applied, all right, we're going to update the wind speed maps all the way through the basic science that NSF funds. And so, yeah, there's lots of different kind of cross-cutting, you know, collaboration between sites and agencies. And honestly, I think that's what's going to need to happen to solve the really big problems, which, you know, that's what our mission is, is, Mm -hmm. you know, how are we going to design the resilient infrastructure of the future? And it's going to take all of us working on it. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Design Safe Radio. This show is sponsored by the National Science Foundation grant number 1612144. You can subscribe to Design Safe Radio on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. Please leave us a review so we can improve the show. Please also help others find our episodes in iTunes. Thanks for your feedback and support. You can find out more about Nary at designsafe-ci.org, on Facebook at Design Safe Radio, or on Twitter at Nary Design Safe. <laughs>